Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals podcast presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, leave us a five-star review. I'm Johnny Venerable, still in my parents' guest best bedroom, uh, but it feels good to be back with my fellas today, joined as always by Bo Brock, who made his PHNX Best Daily podcast debut earlier today, as well as Damian Anderson, the pride of Northwestern, former Arizona Cardinal running back. Gentlemen, how are we living on a Monday? What's going on, man? It's Monday. That's all I'm going to say. Happy to be here with you guys. It's one of the better parts of my day, for sure. We finally have something to talk about. It's been kind of slow. We're gearing up. Training camp is just a couple weeks away. Rookies will report on the 21st. We got the vets the 26th. We already have the open training camp dates when people are going to be able to check, get their first glimpse of the 2022 Arizona Cardinals. So, you know, uh, tempered expectations are kind of cautiously pumped up today. I like to be near my home base just in case, you know, Steve Kime throws a bone. We get some breaking <laughs> news. I was in rural Iowa over the weekend and uh, I was having nightmarish scenarios of, of not being <laughs> near a computer if Kyler Murray's contract broke and Bo would get to do that show without me. I would be very pissed, be pissed yeah. off. Thankfully, that didn't happen. We saw all the zoo animals. My sister does not leave uh, any kind of establishment like that until we see every damn thing. So we did four hours later. Back in Illinois, back here with you guys on a Monday. What's up, Isaiah? What's up, Easy? No steroids. And gentlemen, <laughs> we get to talk about a couple of our favorite franchise icons. Uh, one specifically, Larry Fitzgerald was in the news as he made an appearance, uh, I believe, over the weekend on NFL Total Access and actually had this to say about our uh, favorite QB, Kyler Murray. Uh, this is from Larry Fitzgerald uh, earlier this week. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's there's nobody in the game that is as talented, has as a, a diverse array of, of abilities in terms of his athleticism, his, his ability to throw the ball, going left or right. Um, you know, he's he's immensely talented. You know, he's a guy that uh, you know everybody in around around the league has to prepare differently for. And you know, you, you bring in Hollywood. Zach Ertz is now coming into his second year, better acclimated with the system. Um, James Conner fully healthy going back into the year. And I really like where they are uh, and positioned. And uh, you know, obviously the schedule. It was really tough early on in the season. They're going to be without Hop, but I, I know I know Kyler has the ability and the fortitude to be able to lift this team up. So interesting comments there, uh, Damien. I'll start with you. So you were around the organization. You've been around Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, those comments are relevant for a couple different reasons. First of which, we have heard rumblings. There ha- there have been kind of tea leaves that Kyler and Larry aren't the closest of folks. They've got different personalities. What do you make of those comments? Genuine coming from Fitz, or is it just kind of playing a part on national TV? I think it's maybe, I'd say, 80-20. Johnny, I think 80% of it's you know genuine, and I think it's 20% of Larry not going to let 
you know, the media in on the family secrets, right? I think despite how they feel about one another, game recognizes game, and Larry sees the talent in Kyler and his ability to be that dual threat quarterback, as he mentioned, you know, throw it from left to right, and a person that defenses have to have to plan for, just have to worry about Kyler Murray and being as talented as he is and Larry has been through, we know, the gamut of quarterbacks in terms of quarterback roulette and to get a guy like him I mean does it make sense to I don't think it makes sense to us that he would retire knowing that he has one of the best quarterbacks you know arguably that he's had but he's maybe just getting long in the tooth and feels as though that he doesn't have what represents Larry Fitzgerald and want and doesn't want to have like a uh you know the receiver that, that from the 49ers that went and played on everybody's football Jerry, Jerry Rice moment he doesn't mm-hmm. want to have you know a, a Jerry Rice moment wants to just you know, end things his way. But I think Larry is paying respect to Kyler. Things that I think anyone has played the game understands and knows that Kyler's the real deal and the Arizona Cardinals have a chance when he's playing. I mean, he's obviously out there on the golf course, right? It looked like he was at some sort of event. He was ready to tee it up. In Tahoe. And yep, Tahoe. He was in Tahoe. So, you know, he might have uh, been hyperbolizing a, li- a few things as far as the main point that he thinks he's, you know, as far as skill set, Nobody has a, a better skill set than Kyler Murray. And I, and I think, look, I don't think he's far off, but week one, they're facing the guy with the skill set that he described as far as top in the league, Patrick Mahomes, as far as being able to make any throw, the dual threat, as far as being able to move, make plays with his legs, his arm, uh, the complete package. And I think Kyler Murray can certainly get close. He is close. And and I like that that Larry Fitzgerald is supporting his guy, a guy that he was he took the field with and he's now the new face of the organization that Larry Fitzgerald was the face of for so many years. But, you know, and, and this doesn't make, you know, his main point make Larry Fitzgerald a liar. But, you know, I think Kyler Murray still has a lot to prove in this league, and I'm waiting to see it. But it doesn't mean that Larry Fitzgerald's not on to something here as far as the Arizona Cardinals, their fan base, backing this guy. Because they absolutely should because he's, he's kind of a generational-type talent. I just think that as far as what he outlined, Mahomes is probably the guy. Uh, we'll get to that here. Mark Jackson asking any news about Rodney Hudson. Nothing as of late, I would say. Wait until the start of training camp. If he shows up, he's playing. If he doesn't, I would say he is he's, uh, since retired. We haven't heard anything about Johnny, a replacement. Real, Go ahead. Real quick, I want to throw this back to you and Bo because, you know, I, I, I kind of got the feeling from Bo's explanation there that he wasn't super excited about what Larry said or super excited about Kyler, I mean, in terms of – and I know that, Bo, you and I talked about this, Kyler having those signature moments, right, mm-hmm. in order to establish himself as one of the premier quarterbacks in the league. But to me, you know, given his progress prog- progression over the first three years in the league, what else, Johnny and Bo, does Kyler need to do to, to be that, you know, to get everyone's respect? Because to me, I feel as though that he's done that. To Bo's point, he does need those mm-hmm. signature moments. But I feel as though that he's done that without the injuries, been one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League. Yeah, I think it perfect segue to, to segment two that we're going to talk about here in a little bit about ESPN had a top 10 ranking and Kyler Murray was a big omission from that list. I would say that based on where he was drafted, the expectations, I think he's lived up to those. I mean, he's a two-time Pro Bowler, Offensive Rookie of the Year. The biggest thing for me is if, if K-1 is healthy for 17 games, they're in the playoffs. And I can't give a bigger compliment to any singular player than you're the difference between us going to the dance and not. And then it becomes, okay, gradual steps toward winning a playoff game, winning a division. I think you have to grade Kyler Murray on a curve. This is not Dak Prescott who gets to feast on the NFC East, right? You know, he, he's in what has been the toughest division in football. So I, 
I give him the benefit of the doubt. I watch, as you guys do, every game with our eyes. We don't look at box scores to judge K1. I know what he's mm-hmm. played with and, and what kind of the, I don't know, inconsistencies he's had at, at skill positions. Uh, Jalen Blair, quick comment that I want to get to. So where is the evidence that K1 and Fitz have had beef? Um, there, there have been rumblings for some time that they did not get along and just had clashing of personality traits. And I think it came to a head where Larry Fitzgerald Sr. tweeted that Kyler Murray is spoiled and needed to be humble. I think he either tweeted that or that was on radio. And you, you just kind of in de facto assume that part of that was coming from Larry Fitzgerald. Like he's in communication with his dad. I don't want to jump to any conclusions here, but that was the big thing. It's like, hey, Larry's dad is talking about how Kyle is spoiled. Kyler is spoiled. He heard something. You're saying he heard yeah. something. Yeah. Like, I mean, so here, here's uh, let me jump in real quick because I think as far as Larry Fitzgerald Sr. goes, big fits. I, I think that him and his brother have both proven that they don't speak for Larry. And he might have heard something, but I, I truly believe when I've heard the comments from Larry Fitzgerald, I think that he actually is more on on, on Kyler's side. There wasn't this big beef. Despite what, you know, Larry Fitzgerald Sr. was a, a guy who was in sports media before. He's developed his own opinions. He's seen Kyler Murray play most of his games, if not all of them. And I think he's the most, most of that was his own opinion, not Larry Fitzgerald's, the legendary wide receiver's thoughts on, on Kyler Murray. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And there, this has been, there's, this has been, dating back to Kyler's first year in the league. Yeah. Larry even had to go so far into um, a comment that was made, I think it was March of this past year. Um, And somebody had tweeted out that it was reported that Kyler was one factor that Larry left the Cardinals due to his lack of humility. And he had a personality clash. And then Fitz actually responded. And I think this kind of did more harm than good. He didn't say what he said in this interview, like Kyler's super talented. He's going to do what it takes to get them over the hump. Here was his exact quote Fitz in, in March of this past year. This isn't factual information. Have never had a problem with a teammate in 30 years of competitive sports. So he, he kind of discredited it, but in my opinion, like he didn't go out of his way to compliment Kyler either. So I don't know. I have personally heard rumblings that they did not get along, that when Kyler got there, there was like people, other people have said this. Chris Mortensen, this isn't this wouldn't be new for Fitz to say this or to insinuate this. Kyler got the red carpet when he got there. And I'm sure that rubbed some people the wrong way because of the fact he hadn't earned a damn thing. But, like, they got his college coach to come coach him. He was there to save the yeah. franchise, right? Very similar to, and again, I think they have so many similarities, not with their personalities per se, but the path they took. Cam Newton and, and the Carolina Panthers. I mean, like, Cam Newton went and took over that franchise, for better or worse. And, and Kyler Murray, the day he got here, became the biggest star this franchise had from a national brand perspective. And so I think that it was just kind of the eventual passing of the baton. But... It's nice to hear Fitz say these things. I, I think at the end of the day, Kyler was a 20, what, 20, 21-year-old coming into the league. If he clashed, if he didn't clash with somebody who who was in their late 30s from time to time, I would think <laughs> that's more of an issue, right? Um, he's not Russell Wilson, Damian. He's never going to be Russell Wilson. And, and as soon as people get past that, from a personality standpoint, we'll be better off. No, yeah. And I, I think that everyone identifies his skill set, skill set. But I think, guys, we also have to look at when Larry came into the league 2003, 2004, that was old school. You know, Larry was kind of molded on, you know, the Chris Carter, Denny Green era. So you didn't have all this individuality that we have nowadays with guys just being 
being themselves, right? You had to conform a little bit unless you were, you know, uh, a Michael Irvin or one of the guys that were notable stars within the league. So I think, and not that even Kyler is that, um, I would say external with his emotions or anything, but just maybe in terms of his personality, that may, to your point, Johnny, that may have been a clash in terms of Larry was just saying like, hey, this is maybe my time where I don't align you know, I can't relate to these kids. You know what I mean? Maybe it was a situation like that. And, hey, I'm not playing to my elite level. And I, it's just time, right? It's just time. And I'm going to let these young young bucks go and do their thing. But in terms of I, I like what Larry said, you know, it was politically correct. And it was everything that, that people that know football think about Kyler Murray. They didn't ask him about his personality. They just asked him, what do you think about the team and his ability to lead this team? And, you know, being that dual threat quarterback, being a guy that can make things happen, you know, with his arm and his feet. And to me, I, I don't understand why he doesn't get the respect of other dual threat quarterbacks. Is it, you know, uh, you know, that we've, that we've come from, you know, guys like Michael Vick, uh, guys like, you know, Randall Cunningham, is it because of the, their tenure versus it's only his third year or is it, you know, because of how he carried himself in addition to that or how they finished the season last year? Or is it all those things, right? Because if you look at it, Johnny, and I know that, you know, we talked about segue into the next topic. If you look at that list, it's all guys who everyone felt good about towards the end of the season, right? Like some have turning over new leaves are going to be with the new team, right? Everything's great, right? Or finish the season where it wasn't expected how good they were going to do. But Kyler being a number one overall draft pick, Johnny, you talked about expectations. You better do some things, right? Not just get to the playoffs. Like I think if, you know, Kyler would have ended the season with four touchdowns, one interception, and 100 yards rushing, you know, guns a-blazing, we would not even be talking about this situation. Like, he did in the Pro Bowl. He had a nice Pro Bowl showing. Does that count? No. no. Unfortunately, <laughs> Jalen, it's because he plays in Arizona and recency bias based off of that playoff game. Jalen, I think you are our spot on. We're going to get to the top 10 quarterbacks according to ESPN's anonymous poll – but before we do, I want to remind everybody right now, you can actually bet on week one. Arizona Cardinals hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. They are plus three underdog at home, by the way. Kyler Murray undefeated in week one games. As an NFL starter, you can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use that promo code PHNX. Make your first deposit. Get a free bet up to $1,000. A risk-free bet. What's better than that? Using that promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age eligibility restrictions apply see show notes for details all right let's get into this conversation as far as top 10 quarterbacks espn released their list today johnny da they have execs they have scouts they have people that you actually respect their opinions about it's not just some people sitting behind a computer screen and pulling up you know out of thin air who they think is the top 10 here is ESPN's poll for the top quarterbacks in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers, your MVP, is number one. Patrick Mahomes, number two. Josh Allen, number three. Tom Brady at four. Joe Burrow up at five. Matthew Stafford, six. Justin Herbert, seven. Russell Wilson at eight. Deshaun Watson at nine. And Dak Prescott at ten. And if you notice, no Kyler Murray, no Lamar Jackson on this list. Guys, first thoughts as far as the top 10 quarterbacks, according to ESPN's poll of panelists that we mentioned, guys from the NFL ranks. I feel it's the easy, it's an easy list, 
right? Like that's what I, I think about. You look, you look how the season finished. You look at the quarterbacks that were in the playoffs. You looked at looked at who did well, right? So you're going to go with the Super Bowl champ. You're going to go with Aaron Rodgers, who seems to defeat the odds also while casting a spell on you at the same time. Like he has, you know, that ability to just play great in inopportune times. I mean, we talk, obviously talking Cardinals, his ability to come into State Farm Stadium and, you know, throw multiple touchdowns to no-name receivers and get that dub on the road, right? Um, But no, as I said, I feel as though it's a safe list, not putting Kyler on that list. I mean, I I have to be, you know, cautious. You know, my my son will be in the, hopefully in the National Football League in a couple years, and these dudes may be reviewing them. But I just, as I said, I'll just leave it at that. It's It's an easy list, one, to not, put Kyler in the mix of the top 10, given his ability. I just think it's all, they're all basing it off of how last year ended and just the inconsistency, maybe Johnny of the tale of two seasons, how he started and how he ended, because at the beginning of the year, he was everyone's MVP. We all know what happens when, unfortunately at the end of the season. Let let me ask this before Johnny jumps in real quick. Do you guys feel, I was watching Moneyball the other night, great movie on uh, Billy Bean, the Oakland athletics, how they kind of changed how, you know, scouting departments were operated and how they went more analytical and stuff like that. And anytime you kind of change what people know to be the norm, and especially in pro sports, people, especially the old school thinkers, they get kind of, uh, they get upset about it, right? Do you think Kyler Murray is outside the box of what you think the quarterback position should look like as far as his height, how he kind of just navigates in and outside the box? Yeah, 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 absolutely. 1,000%. When everybody thinks, they think of six foot four, 220 pounds, a traditional quarterback. And if if there is some variation, it's going to be a guy like Patrick Mahomes or Russell Wilson. Like, I mean, think about times where, we're, you know, we compared Kyler to Michael Vick. I mean, he was an outlier. I mean, there was mm-hmm. nobody like him who could flick of the wrist and also run a 4-3, right, and have the wiggle that he did and continue to be in games and be competitive. But I think as long as the game remains, I think that is going to be the norm, Bo, Johnny, the guys that are 6'4", 230, you know, the Carson Palmer types. In compar- I mean, don't get me wrong, they're going to have to be dual threat, but we all know that you can't run around forever. And what what has Russell Wilson done? Although he's still mobile, but in that pocket, Patrick Mahomes as well. Uh, we'll see Josh Allen, try, you know, start to slow it down. Once these guys start getting hit and understand that they want to preserve their their legacy in the National Football League or their time in the National Football League, they're going to be conservative with that approach and think to you know pass first and run second. Let's get back to this list real quick. All yeah. I, I would say the bottom five through ten are interchangeable with the three that were left off given in a week or a quarter of the season, Rogers, Mahomes, Allen and Brady, I think are the unquestioned top four. I think Aaron Rodgers being first is laughable because we've seen his inconsistencies. Let's call them in the postseason. I would much rather have Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or Tom Brady right now. Rogers to me is an enigma, but those are the quintessential big four, the Mount Rushmore right now. And then like, it's just kind of up for debate, right? So I don't have a problem with this list. I disagree with both of you from the sense that I do not think Kyler Murray was left off this list because of his physical attributes. I think it's 100% because there are people in this oh, industry no, yeah, no. we talked about it just, that, that do not – no, I know, like breaking the norm. No, I get that. I think Lamar is not on this list for that reason because I, I feel like they think it's a very special offense with Greg um, – uh, what's his name? Greg Roman – and it has to be tailored to Lamar's running style and that maybe only Greg Roman could do it. 
Kyler could go and play in other offenses. I 100% believe he was left out of this list because of what we just talked about, the playoff loss and the embarrassment that that was and the fact that the people do not like Kyler Murray the person. People do not like his personality off the field. Kyler Murray completes a high completion percentage, just like the best of them. He can throw, he could, he should have a 4,000 yard season under his belt. He just has not been able to stay healthy. Maybe that's part of it. His total touchdowns are up there with the best of them. If he, if you project it over 17 weeks, he doesn't have the playoff wins, right? Which a lot of those guys do actually all of them do uh, outside of Herbert, but Herbert's numbers are just so gaudy. And to your guys's point, like he projects that physical presence that Kyler has. Kyler was on these lists last year though. We go back and look at these lists from a year ago. He was up and down all of these top 10 lists. He is off these lists, I think, 75% rationale because people do not like Kyler Murray, the person. They don't think he can, he's a leader of men. I've heard that from people that, that people will not buy into Kyler Murray enough to get them to a Super Bowl. And that's unfortunate because I think we would push back and say that's not the case. Because, you know, he Jake Cutler was really talented. There are people who think Kyler Murray has Jake Cutler-esque tendencies. And, you know, say what you want about Jake Cutler, incredibly talented, top 11, 12 pick. Lamar is its own thing because of his running ability and the offense tailored around him. Derek Carr, the Raiders are kind of an afterthought franchise. He was a second round pick. Kyler, to me, is just like, I don't think it it has much to do with his play. I think it's all the shit that's happened with Mortensen tweeting out people don't like him. You know, all the stuff we were just talking about with Larry, which I think most of that, 99% of that is garbage anyway. But this isn't Arizona media. This is this is the national media who they just scroll through Twitter and they see shit, right? But, but Johnny, I, I feel as though that if he finishes the season, people aren't talking this way. Everybody loves a winner. So you could say what you want. Well, yeah, yeah. The, I mean, the everyone doesn't have, yeah, I mean, everyone doesn't have the – I mean, winning, winning cures all ills, right? And we know that if once Kyler Murray does what Kyler Murray does – all this will be forgotten and, and everyone's going to love him and thinks he's the next best thing to playing quarterback. To me, I think it's more on, maybe that's a piece, but I think it's more on how he finished the season in a tale of two halves, right? It's you look at the body of work and you're like, to your point, Donnie, like, Oh, you haven't finished the season. You don't have a 400, 4,000 yard passing year. Yeah. You do well at the beginning of the season, but how do you that's finish? Fair. That's fair. You know, and it, how do you finish? People, I think that's what they're looking at. And the people who voted and put Watson on this list, I think are, saying to themselves, well, yeah, off the field's off the field. We know that he can, you know, get a bunch of 53, 52, you know, grown-ass men to, to the AFC divisional round. We've seen him do that. We've seen him kick ass on a, a otherwise dysfunctional Houston team and carry that franchise, right? If you just put everything else onto the side. <laughs> all that other shit, say, yeah. Yeah, all that, all that other all shit that definitely matters, yeah. but we're not going to highlight it in this list, like, and that's why the Browns gave up a hundred. But people, but the thing about what you just said, but people are fucking, people are mad at Kyler Murray though. Yeah, like, right. Think about that. Like, it's, I think it's dumb well, and stupid and ridiculous. But yes, I think it was a perfect shitstorm too. But I mean, you take the Rams game, Monday Night Football wild card round, absolutely his worst performance of his career, and then you couple it with them making a push for a contract extension as early as they did. And then the mudslinging that went on from that, because right. all those reports were leaked because they needed Kyler Murray to take some hits because they needed to kind of they needed time. They needed yeah, time. They needed time. Yeah. Absolutely. And it just, it, it crushed him. And as far as 
how people perceive Kyler Murray, the quarterback, the leader right now. It's in an all-time low stock. I mean, outside of the, the guys going into their second year, like the Trevor Lawrences, Zach Wilson, who we might talk about here, uh, Trey Lance, guys who struggled their rookie seasons. Like, nobody has more room to, to kind of jump these lists than, than Kyler Murray and those guys at, at this point. I, I think that uh, he's going to have a chance to really prove a lot of people wrong that thought, hey, this one one performance does not make his career, not any, anywhere close. If you've been paying attention to Kyler Murray since day one, he's proven everybody that he was the right pick, number one overall, and that he can lead a franchise, and he's going to be worth every dime that they're about to sink into that quarterback. Uh, not being in the top ten, I think, is, is ridiculous. You can look at, at Dak Prescott's numbers. They're pretty cosmetic. He's got a, just a juggernaut offense. Uh, but when you look at it as far as – when you're trying to make the decision, would you take Dak Prescott or Kyler Murray uh, when the game's on the line? We've already seen Dak Prescott fold several times. I mean, it's 14 seconds. He gets on the run, slides. I, I don't think Kyler Murray pulls that move. I don't. <laughs> Am I wrong? I mean, I know we never might know the answer, but I don't think he's pulling a boneheaded move like that. I think he's this too is smart one, on the football field. This is one game out of the season. Dak Prescott's had a, had a nice NFL career. He's a fourth rounder. He's made yeah. a lot of money. He's a great leader. Watch Kyler Murray play Dak Prescott in week, what, 17 last year, and he yeah. undressed the Cowboys without CeeDee Lamb or Amari Cooper. He didn't have DeAndre Hopkins. He he lit them up with Antoine Wesley. If Kyler Murray was in the NFC East, he would win the NFC East every flipping year. <laughs> Dak Prescott has had the benefit <clears throat> of the best offensive line for the last decade or since he's entered the NFL, and, and he's been in a division with a bunch of dysfunction. Kyler Murray entered the NFL – for the worst offense historically the last 20 years in the in the gauntlet that is the NFC West with maybe two, potentially three, Hall of Fame head coaches, right? And a bunch of Hall of Fame talent quarterbacks, Russell Wilson, Wilson Matthew Stafford. And just people need to contextualize all this, but they can't. They won't, and they look at QB wins as a stat. And you just – you have to watch the games and break it down with, with your eyes as well as the metrics. And they just – Kyler Murray – had the slowest receiving core it's been outlined since he's entered the, the NFL. Guys can't separate. So they went and brought a bunch of new pieces here, and everybody wants to complain about losing Hopkins, and I get that. But Jalen Blair saying Dak Prescott has one playoff game win in seven years, absolutely, with a stacked O-line, elite running back, top uh, 10 wide receiver core. Uh, but, again, I think we're Dak, Dak To me, is Dak isn't even in the issue. To me, it's Deshaun and Russ. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think Russ is a good, good-ass quarterback, but I think you saw last year he has – Lockett. He had uh, the 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 big boy. Um, from, what was his name, Bo? DK Metcalf. Yeah, DK Metcalf, yeah. and they didn't carry this football team, Johnny. You know what I mean? So to me, it's not Dak. Like I think Dak's a solid player. To all your points, great offense, great system. It worked well for him. He, he people just like Dak Prescott too. I feel like I just he's a likable guy. He's Dak, a good leader. He's, he's the Cowboys quarterback. He's the Cowboys, I mean, yeah, he's, yeah. You know, he's perfect with his answers. Battle back from injury. I mean, it's what you want. But I mean, people like Russ too. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, people people like Russ too. And I don't know why they, Deshaun. I mean, Deshaun. You know, he's a great player when he's playing. But for all those reasons, he hasn't played for. Pro- probably what's going to be two years and you're throwing him on a list of the top 10 in the national football league. You're just transitions that great where you haven't played and you're still top 10 haven't played in two years and take that away from a guy that, you know, anyone that knows the game knows that if you're, if his game, if his style is multifaceted running and passing, and if he's injured, he can't be himself like, okay, give him some time, let him heal up. And 
I just think that they're trying to look at it, his body of work over the last two years and that he hasn't finished strong. And to your point, Bo and Johnny, all the media stuff that came out regarding the contract, as you mentioned, you know, Mortensen, you know, uh, putting up tweets there. Like it wasn't it wasn't good PR for him, but he's trying to do his best to to address that. And he, all he can do is just go out there and win like DJ Khaled. You know what I mean? That's all he can do. That's all he can do. If I think we're at the point where if if you're if there's a top ten quarterback list and Kyler's not on it, you're boozing. You're you're doing too much boozing. You're not really? drinking responsibly like you should. Over or you're OG in it. Or your OG in it. You're, you're sure. the OG in it. You had too many OGs. You're you're responsible there too. But I'm talking about Four Peaks. Our new partnership over at Four Peaks had an incredible NHL draft party. We've got our uh, event coming up at the end of the month. We're going to be out there doing another live show uh, the last Wednesday of every month. We're going to be out there. Can't wait to for Johnny to check out Four Peaks. It's an incredible just institution as far as Tempe goes. It's beer. It's food. It's more than that. It's just woven into the fabric that is Arizona. And we're pumped to be a part of what Four Peaks is doing. And they're pumped to be a part of what we're doing over here at PHNX Sports. Of course, you must be 21 or older to drink and drink responsibly. And as Damian mentioned, OGs, of course, OGs is incredible. Of course, your Arizona Cannabis Kitchen. And they've got their first ever limited edition seasonal flavor, pina colada, perfect pineapple and creamy coconut blend. You can't beat this. Sure, you got the orange creamsicle. You want a little uh, extra flavor? Check out their new pina colada flavor. Check out OG's online. They're great follow on Instagram. Find them on IG at OG's Brands. Of course, check them out on the web. OG'sBrands.com. That's O-G-E-E-Z Brands.com. You can find their products also at your local dispensary. You must be 21 years or older to purchase. And as Bo mentioned, we can't wait to hang out with all of you at our upcoming events, not only this summer. Come hang out with us at Four Peaks. But as the season kicks off, we're going to have a bunch of fun stuff, some tailgates. Whenever we get this restaurant bar up and running, PHNX, we want to see all of you out there. Come do some hanging. But do me a favor. Do not come up and cough in my face, okay? (laughs) COVID-19 vaccines are free for everybody, five and older. Grab yourself one. Those 12 and older are also eligible for the booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location nearest to you. Now, gentlemen, let's get to the story. The story everybody wants to talk about, the story that's (laughs) dominating the news cycle, and that is, did Zach Wilson, quarterback for the New York Jets, former rookie last year, horrific rookie season with the Jets, more importantly, did Zach Wilson hook up with his best friend's mom? Let's look at the evidence. First things first, Zach has a girlfriend, right? High school sweethearts. It's his ex-girlfriend now. They went to BYU together, and then there was a post, gentlemen. A post from his then best friend, Dax Meline, former Milne. teammate. Mil- Milne? Dax yeah. Milne, former teammate and roommate at BYU. Okay. It was at Zach's ex with Dax in a romantic, you know, kind of looking out into the sunset type of post, right? So then everybody's up in arms that why is your best friend getting with or hanging out with your ex? And then we get this comment by his ex-girlfriend let's see it if we could go to the footage please (laughs) this is from abby zach's ex he was sleeping with his mom's best friend that's the real homie hopper so what she is saying is that he is no longer best friends with dax he is no longer with this girl abby that he dated while at byu because he in fact started hanging out with dax's mom 
What do you? He was homie. He was homie hopping with his mom's friend. That's what's going yeah, right. on, right? His, his, his mom's friend. Yeah, not. I don't. Think, I don't know. <laughs> what did I say? That is Dax's mom. Dax's mom. Dax, it's not Dax's, Dax's mom. mom. No, no, it's, no, no. We're talking no. about Zach Wilson's mother. It's Zach Wilson's mom's friend. No, mom's best friend. Yes. Are you? No, I think friend. you guys have it wrong. Read. No, we read don't. It again. Sleeping Zach, with his mom's best friend. That's the Zach real Wilson. Only. It took me 17 times to read it too, bro. <laughs> Zach Wilson seconds. hooked up with Dax's mom, right? No. 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 Johnny, I so have the tweet. His mom's up. best friend. Who's his mom? mom's best friend? So it's not a Stifler situation. So Zach Wilson's oh, that mom. Made, that, actually, makes, that makes that makes it's not a Stifler. It's not a Stifler situation. <laughs> Yeah, it's not a stiff Explain situation. it to me, Bo. I she, need to she, so his girlfriend is just saying she's with Dax now because she found out that Zach Wilson hooked up with his mom, Lisa Wilson's friend, allegedly. We'll throw that out here. That's not nearly <laughs> as good. I was under the impression. That's not as good. That, you, that's you, not you, nearly as good. That? I, I was under the impression he hooked up with Dax's mom, and now they're no longer no, best that's friends. That's what I thought, too. Because they're not following He's just being petty. Dax is just being petty. Okay. No, he was in breach of contract. That's why she hit the free agent wire and Dax picked her up. And I think he, you know, normally I'd say, you know, bros before, but not in this situation. Yeah. I mean, I, this, this story can't do that. goes down about six pegs for me. Now. <laughs> I thought, I thought he was dabbling with Dax's mom. So Dax is like, we can't be friends anymore. I'm going to go with your ex now. But now, I'll, now I think Zach's just trotting around like assisted living and just looking for older women. I'm not into that, <laughs> you know. I thought it was his best friend's mom, like the well, like well, the dude well, from well, Four I Christmases. Got, I got I got sources from my buddy uh, Thread that it was quality though. Like the mom's friend was like some some years younger. Well, and, I would hope so. And Zach was poaching. Like that's that's the. That's the story. So well, like we old, even old town Scottsdale Cougar type, right? There you go. There you Get go. The golf cart, drive him home. No, <laughs> we don't even know. We don't even know if Zach's mom's friend is is a like a mom herself, like a young woman herself, like or an older woman herself. This story sucks. Now it's not nearly it as good. Suck. This is a Every, juicy right, story. I'm, gonna, I'm on the record. I mean, now, I, saying everybody. I mean, we learned that he plays more than football. <laughs> Remember that picture when he was a, when he was at the draft with all the other draftees and he looked like a twelve year old boy from BYU and that his little head with all the other draftees. You guys don't remember that picture? Oh yeah. All right. Oh, you do remember it? Okay. I mean, I, the the memes like, and the, the, the endless tweets have been amazing though. It's stories it's like amazing. this that that give you faith back in the internet. You know, sometimes it can be a dark place and an, and an awful place and horrible things are said, but stories like this were built for the internet. And why sometimes it still remains undefeated with stories like so, this. So, but no, go memes. back to the girl. Is, it, is the girlfriend? I just feel the girlfriend's being petty. Too much of a, you know what I mean? Shat, I mean, a light got cast on her, and she's like, "Well, no, 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 no. I'm gonna put this out there. Like that's that's how I feel it." That's so the post the post was on her page, right? It, on yeah, her Instagram yeah. post. So, so she puts that up, and then some guy goes to the bat for Zach, saying just calling her out, saying she's a homie hopper. I mean. Right. Keep your friends in check. They don't need to go to bat for you in this situation if you don't also, know all the facts. I, Dak doesn't follow Zach according to Jalen Blair because he's <laughs> smashing Zach's. At, why would why would Dax care then about what Zach's doing? Zach is it an NFL it. quarterback in the biggest media market. I think he he can do all right. Remember Mark Sanchez? He just went legendary well. today. He went legendary, Johnny. No, I don't even. 
Yes. Co- young quarter, good-looking quarterback can get older women. That's not a headline for me. Young, good-looking quarterback it is. is 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 hooking up with his best friend's mom. Who that was that, a better that story, me, but that, that was factual. a much better story. And now, but I just, it wasn't factual think, though. Dak or Dak? He's probably not just hooking up with his best friend's mom. He's, you know, he's getting, he's hitting all his receivers. He's making sure he's distributing the ball a little bit. (laughs) Who's who they just draft out of Ohio State? Garrett Wilson. Is he a Jet? Yeah, they got Garrett Wilson now. Mom, Garrett, look out. He's got Brees Hall as his running back now. He's going to throw it out of the It's his mom's friend, guys. Not, it's not his I'm so sorry, everybody. I thought that was 20 times better than. How I mean, being... it makes everything more awkward. I mean, now her mom, her mom has to end that relationship, right? She can't be hanging out with somebody that's sleeping with her son. Well, now she's questioning all her friends. Yeah, I mean, think about it. Like now, she does need like... a new group of friends. That's a good point. She needs a new inner circle. She needs to get with. I mean, you're going from BYU to New York City. I mean, that's that's a culture change in and of itself. It's like going but, from Maricopa but it, but it, to like, Paradise guessing... Valley. I'm, but I'm guessing, you know, an, an adult, you wouldn't just go to New York and get brand new friends. I'm sure it was a friend from like Provo or wherever, you know, BYU is. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think it was a New York friend. I think it was a hometown, hometown friend. I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't done any research. I just, you just think it was someone she met at, you know what I mean? Like, why? I was ready to do the comparison if it was his best friend's mom, if, the, if Kyler Murray had done this to like CeeDee Lamb. Or something like that. I was ready to take those kind of angles. And now I can't do that. And that's probably for the best. Be sure to like, subscribe, everybody. Leave us a five-star review. Somebody you got them hands real quick, Johnny. Somebody yeah. got them hands. Somebody... Run, Kyler. Run. Look out. <laughs> Somebody would have got CD's not. CD's not a small man. Uh, <laughs> it's good to have the fellas back this week. We are inching our way toward training camp. We got the schedule by the way, I think we got it here. This is our training camp open to the public access for uh, Cards Training Camp 2020. Here it is. Cardinals Training Camp Camp powered by Cox. Uh, we've got kicking things off with the Back Together Saturday on the 30th. Uh, a bunch of open practices that week, the week of the uh, 1st. And then uh, culminating, Bo and I will be there Saturday August 6th, the red and white practice. Love the Cardinals and what they do. Open to the public. Took my son last year, uh, who knows very little about football or had known very little up until that point. And safe, fun, family-friendly, free. I mean, you can rip the Cardinals for the lack of uh, quality draft picks, but they do their training camp uh, right, gentlemen. Yeah, free parking. You get in the, I mean, you it literally is free unless you want to buy a soda or something like that. You're, uh, it, it's a good event. It's great. It's, uh, it's, it's like spring training for baseball that we have out here. It's access that you don't, you don't get. And you get to see these guys kind of behind the scenes working on their game. The red, white is always a, a great event to take the family to kind of, uh, introduce like Johnny did his, his son to football, introduce your kids, your family to football, or if you're just a, a Cardinals fanatic, great, great event. If you haven't been, I highly recommend it. If you're not there, you can watch us talk about it here on uh, PHNX Cards. Yeah, I would rather yeah, – yeah. go ahead. No, no, John, I was just going to say their practices are – it's like a game day event. You know, they have inflatables, everything up in terms of concessionary, you know, everything in terms for the for the fan experience. And, you know, they also have autograph sessions and things of that nature. So, I mean, they're definitely engaged with the community. And thank you for being free parking. Appreciate yes. it. Now, free gas next, maybe fill up your car for you. I'd rather take my son to red and white uh, scrimmages 
where he's not abused by opposing fan bases. Uh, we all know how that goes. You're taking young yeah. kids to a football game and you got Niner fans that just ruin it for everybody. They're the absolute worst. We're the best here. <laughs> PHNX Cardinals podcast. We'll be back. Myself, Bo Brock, Damian Anderson. Until tomorrow, we will see you on the flip side. Goodbye, everybody. Have a good evening.